Welcome back to another episode of the Joseph Fairchild Realtor Podcast. In this week's episode for the third week of December 2016, we're going to cover the Fed. They're going to be all over the news today because, of course, they, they raised interest rates and they're talking about what their plans are for 2017, as well as uh, Realtor Magazine had a nice article on housing's headwinds for 2017. So if you're thinking about selling or actually if you're thinking about buying, it might be nice to hear what, what their thoughts are and see where the market may be headed and what the problems or, or opportunities may be. And then, of course, we're going to cover our weekly market update for the North Orange County real estate market, which covers Anaheim Hills, Yorba Linda, Tustin, and Orange, and kind of goes over the metrics for the last week and, and what was happening in the market as far as listings, new listings, sales price, and price per square foot. So we'll get into all that. And then also read a nice article, which we'll talk about, which was uh, the equity buildup in certain areas, especially in uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles and Boston, a couple other cities where saw the most markets with the positive equity, as well as not a surprise to see which states really have neg- negative equity. They're going to be a lot of the ones that uh, had the biggest busts in the 2008 boom. But before we get into that, I re- I'd like to remind you that if you're thinking about buying or selling a home here in the near future or down the road, or if you're just looking for some ideas, I invite you to go to josephlfairchild.com and and use some of the tools we have on site to help you find or, or find or even think about selling your next home, as well as some tools on, on what buyers are looking for and different ways you can go about sprucing up your property to help you sell a little bit quicker if you're, if you're already selling it. And then, of course, you got the search tools, which help you narrow down your search to almost exactly what you're looking for and seeing how that all works. So, Again, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at josephlfairchild at gmail.com or, or even text me at 714-883-1656. And, of course, if you're one of those people that still likes to talk on the phone, you can also give me a call at 714-883-1656. So we'll pause here for just a second and then come right back and get into it. Thanks. All right. Well, welcome back. It is the uh, third week of December 2016, and we're going to start talking a little bit about the FedMet today. And of course, as expected, we saw a quarter point, uh, quarter percentage point increase today, as well as based on the feeling that the uh, the labor market conditions are a little rougher now and, and a 2% inflation possibility, um, they're expecting basically three more quarter point increases in 2017 which is up from their previous estimate in September in which they thought there would be two quarter point increases. So kind of interesting to see. Be interesting to watch as we go forward what this really does to the home prices, especially some of the areas where home prices have been going through the roof lately. And that includes here in Southern California where, uh, you know, it's an affordability issue more than anything else. But really be interesting to see how this automatically affects not just the home prices early in 2017, which is the start of our selling season, as well as what it does to the stock market. So we'll see what goes on it, because as we know, the stock market was up significantly since the election day. So a um, lot to lot to kind of pay attention there. I would expect to see home prices drop early in 2017, maybe pick up a little bit as we go forward, and we'll kind of cover that a little bit in the headwinds conversation coming up here in just a second for 2017. But um, you know, that's really where we should be looking at as time goes on. I know they talk about labor market, and basically what they're saying is that the improvement for jobs doesn't look good, which 
Hmm. You know, that's a, that's a tough one as, as some people, you know, still 95 million people are out of the workforce. I know we're, we're going to say that we've got 4.8% unemployment going on right now, but you know, it'd be interesting to see how much of a true number that really is. And, and what that does is 2017 start to kick off. So like we said, not too unexpected. You can't keep it at zero forever. So, you know, with the, with the market going up the way it did in the last month, I would expect, um, I would have expected the increase. It'd be interesting to see what the three more increases in 2017, if they actually come true or if they have to slide off those a little bit after they see what the impact of, uh, of the current increases are. So we'll go from there and, and then, uh, see what happens. So we're back at it again, and, and as we talked about earlier, we, we talked about the Fed raising rates in uh, this morning, a quarter percent, and then three more coming into 2017. And then, you know, I read an article earlier this morning that was a pretty good one. It was talking about the headwinds for 2017. It was by uh, Lawrence Yoon, the National Association of Realtors, chief economist. And he was talking about kind of some of the issues that he saw coming up and, and how they might end up impact the market going forward. And, you know, he didn't specifically talk about Southern California, but, you know, when you look at Southern California's affordability issue, um, you know, which which I kind of have to look at on a regular basis, I don't see how we don't see a slight downturn, especially in the first part of the year. You know, if you think about it, Orange County has a median home price right now of $629,000. The minimum qualifying income or the qualifying income that you need for that mortgage is $92,000 a year. You know, I, I, I know that there's a, you know, supposedly payrolls are going up, but I don't know that they've gone up that much. And your monthly payment with taxes and mortgage and, and interest and everything in that is $3,100. When you compare that with a affordability price or with a price of three hundred five in Riverside, 305000 and 211000 in San Bernardino, you know, there you're talking a qualifying income for Riverside is 44000 But again, you try sitting on that 91 freeway after you've bought a house out in Riverside somewhere or if you bought out in San Bernardino and you need a qualifying income of 31, you try to sit on that 60 freeway or that or that 10. And, you you know, it's it's yeah, it's more affordable. But, you know, your quality of life is kind of the bigger issue there. But again, if you think about it, you know, Riverside, a fifteen hundred dollar average payment versus 3100 in Orange County or $1000 in San Bernardino. You know, you can you can get usually get a lot more house out there. But I think that's the biggest issue is the affordability issue is taking such a heavy toll on 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 you know, buying and selling in Orange County that that's why you're still seeing a lot more remodels or at least I am when I drive through neighborhoods and talk to people or when I go to an appointment. I see a lot more remodels going on. You know, we just did one at our house ourselves this year, and, and a couple friends have done them as well. So there's a lot more remodels going on than I think people are willing to believe at this point. And we'll see if those continue early on next year or if people start to decide to move up. You know, looking at this Headwinds article, they were, they were talking that uh, sellers are still kind of reluctant um, to move up because of the fact that, they're just not that comfortable with the uh, with the um, with the market. Yet, 27 homes surveyed f- felt it was a good time to buy. But the funny part of that was renters still didn't, and so renters are still willing to pay you know 
historically high rents instead of putting that money into equity or into um, into a home somewhere. So that's kind of surprising. Um, but, you know, looking at their forecasts, and, and their forecasts are usually pretty good. After all, they are the experts at it. They're talking this year that we're expecting home values to finish up 5% for 2016, but only go up about 4% in 2017. A lot of that is going to have to do with the uh, interest rate increases. You know, the simple logic is the interest rate goes up, you get less house. You pay more for it monthly, but you're getting less house. So you'll see home values drop a little bit as these increases go up and hopefully equal out. And by the end of the year, they'll finish up about 4%. And when you think about it, where interest rates are at now, um, you know, if you if you look at it that way, and they're expecting home value or interest rates to finish at 4.6 percent by the end of 2017, again, we're we're kind of back to to um, to a hard sell because of the fact that you know 4.6 versus 3.75 or 3.5 or wherever it may be, or even four right now. You know that's a that's another big jump, and that's less home that you're going to buy. Um, but like I said, ex- they still expect buyers to be strong in 2017, and we'll see what happens. It would just be nice to see some of those renters deciding to put that money into equity and, and get out of paying rent or paying somebody else's equity as we're going forward. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, hang on just a second. We'll get right back to our Monday market update and see what happened in the North Orange County real estate market last week. All right, well, welcome back. So far today, we've covered the Fed's actions on uh, interest rates and then uh, talked a little bit about the headwinds that are forecasted for 2017, if you're thinking about buying or selling. And then I wanted to go ahead and cover the market update for last week for Anaheim Hills, Your Belinda, Orange, Tustin real estate markets. You know, and, the, and the, the thing is with Santa basically about a week away or so, um, a little bit more, I guess. It was interesting to see how the numbers would hold up for the historical averages and see, you know, what we did with with new listings and and the such. But basically, for week fifty, you know, um, Anaheim, Anaheim Hills, and uh, uh, Yorba Tustin, and Orange, Anaheim Hills took the, probably the biggest drop with only seven new listings last week, which kind of surprising because there there have been really quiet on the pending sales as well, which is means that that Anaheim Hills market is really kind of slowing down. Everybody else pretty much stayed steady with uh, Yorbalinda having 12 new listings last week. Orange took a pretty good jump. Orange had a really good week last week with 16 new listings as well as when we get into some of the later numbers, they really kind of jumped up through the ranks. And then Tustin, I believe Tustin had 11 new listings. So not bad. Like I said, Anaheim Hills really kind of dropped more than anybody else. And and that's kind of reflected in the active listings as well when you think about it for Anaheim Hills only having 96 active listings right now versus a uh, a high. Let's see, their high earlier this year was significantly higher, which you would expect in the summertime, which is the peak selling season. But I want to say 181 was probably their high in like August. So they've, they've dropped every every month basically since. and But the drop from 143 in November to... 96 is a significant drop compared to everybody else going on out there. Um, Yorba Linda had 181 active listings as of Sunday of last week, which is versus, you know, 200 in November, 200 the week before, and 261 in November. So, again, another drop. Tustin only had 106 active listings. So, 
All those, you know, basically say that the market is slowing down, which you would expect during the holiday season, just not necessarily that much. I think the scary one was looking at the pending sales, which uh, for Anaheim Hills to drop to eight and to nine the week before after having 25 in, in November. And then, you know, to look at... Uh, to look at your blend having 21 pending sales, which a pending sale, just to give you a heads up, is basically a house that's been on the market. Somebody posted an offer, and, and basically a pending sale means they've gone into escrow. So it, a closed sale means that they've closed escrow. A pending sale means somebody's gone into it. So 21 in your Belinda, and then uh, 16 and 19 in Tustin and Orange combined, or in Tustin and Orange respectively. So a lot going on there. Uh, the number that I usually like to take a look more of a look at is days on the market and then what it does to values. And days on the market is is really kind of stretching out as we get later into the season. 75 days for the homes that went in, that closed uh, escrow last week in Anaheim Hills, those homes averaged 75 days on the market. Um, the big loser or winner, however you want to look at it, was orange where it was 83 days on the market if, for those homes that sold. There were 23 homes in average 83 days on the market, so that's a long time to be on the market. You know, you're talking, you're talking close to three months that those homes have been on the market before they've sold. So, kind of a kind of a stretch. The price per square foot, which is one of my favorite tools out there, actually showed at 346 for Anaheim Hills. So if you're you know 1700. 1,700 square foot home, and and you sold it in Anaheim Hills last week. Uh, of course, I can't get my calculator to come up right away because you would have thought I would have had it ready. You know, 1,700 square foot home and 346 square foot. You were selling it for 588,200. So that just kind of goes to give you a little show of what the prices are doing. That was only a drop of a dollar from uh, from the week before, and and an increase of a dollar from November. So. The numbers are holding pretty steady, 351 in October for Anaheim Hills. So they're holding pretty steady in that 340 to 350 range. That's all homes combined, no matter the size. So, you know, certain homes have a higher value. A 1,700-square-foot home is going to be closer to 370, 380 right now, where a larger home is going to have a less per square foot. Um, the high for the group was actually orange, which is selling out at 381 bucks a square foot. So those 23 homes sold at 381 bucks a square foot, which was really, really high for their average. Um, if you look back through the week before it was 350, November was 359 a square foot. Um, October was 331 a square foot. September's 337. So a couple homes in orange sold at a really high value per square foot, which is, you know, good for them. And then the average price is, uh, you know, orange was $890,000 was the average price for a home sold last week in orange. Those are the homes that closed escrow, by the way. $746,000 in uh, Yorba Linda was the average price, and then eight hundred fifty-five. So just kind of give you a barometer of where the market's at and what it's doing. And, and you know, the eight fifty-five for Anaheim Hills, that's pretty standard to where, to where it's been all year. Whether it was eight fifty-five in September, eight forty-nine or... Yeah, or uh, you know, actually, eight fifty-five in Anaheim Hills is a, is a jump. So, 
So you got that, and that you know that's basically what the market did last week. And and I would expect, like I've talked about earlier, I would expect to to see values drop a little bit going into early 2017, especially as the market starts to pick up. We'll see how many people decide to throw their homes on the market and and take advantage of the earliness before the rates before all three rate increases hit for 2017. So, but I expect to see values drop a little bit, and 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 the conditions pick up hopefully. You know, second, third week of January, and we'll see how that goes. We don't really suffer from too much of a uh, weather impact. So should go fairly smoothly here in North Orange County in the next little bit. And then we'll be right back with our last little episode, which we'll talk about uh, those that are taking a little bit more equity or getting a little bit more equity in their home. All right, so welcome back. Our last little bit that we wanted to cover was uh, another good article that I read this week that talked about more money in owners' pockets. And basically what we're talking about here is if you remember 2008 when the housing crisis kicked in, in 2009, 2010, there were so many people underwater that one of the biggest things we kind of pay attention to now is is homes that in states that have positive equity in their mortgages. And, you know, that's a, a big key because that'll tell you that not only are housing is housing doing a little bit better, but prices are going up and people are feeling a little bit more confident and, and, and maybe either deciding to move up or, or take that equity and, and use it to buy a bigger home or, or do something different. So, um, you know, home equity, looking at the CoreLogic report from earlier this week, Home equity last year in the last four quarters rose by twelve thousand five hundred. So, and that's mainly going to be due, if you listen to it, is that uh, the value, the gaining of you know um, home prices. So, there's something like now something like ninety three point seven percent of all mortgage properties have money invested in them more than their market value, which is a, a big plus when you think back to where we were just a couple of years ago. And I was it was kind of funny when I was looking down through this because I wanted to see which states had the highest and. And the states with the highest positive equity are Texas, Alaska, Colorado, Utah, and Washington. And those are pretty much the same states that, if you look back at the 2008-2009 home crisis, had the least impact and or were the least impacted. Um, the biggest cities with the, percentage, with the highest percentage of mortgage properties with positive equity are you know, San Francisco, Redwood City, South San Francisco have 99.4% of those uh, mortgage properties have a positive equity. Houston, the Woodland, Sugarland, Texas, those are 98.5%. Los Angeles, Long Beach, Glendale, 96.9%. Boston, 95.3%. So here in Southern California, it's good to see um, Los Angeles, Long Beach, and Glendale area coming in at 96.9%. But then the funny part is you go to um, the homes that have the states that have the highest equity of mortgage properties with negative equity. And these are Nevada, Florida, Illinois, Arizona, Rhode Island. And you can go back to 2008, 2009 and look to the states that were hit the hardest by the, by the uh, housing crisis. And Nevada was definitely in there. Florida was in there. California was in there a little bit. Arizona was in there. So Nevada, Florida, and Arizona were probably the three biggest states that had the hardest time with the home crisis. So it's not surprising to see that they still lead the way in, in negative negative equity. So we'll see how that goes as the, the time goes along. So hopefully you uh, didn't get didn't get too annoyed with my voice and, and with the information, but just trying to bring you a little bit of information on what's going on in the Southern California real estate market, what we're looking to do and what you can do. And hopefully you enjoyed this. If you did, please go ahead and leave me a, a comment or, or a rating. I greatly appreciate it.
As well as, like I said, I want to invite you to go to josephlfairchild.com if you're looking to buy a home or if you're looking for some ideas on how to make your home a little bit more valuable. You can go to josephlfairchild.com and, and search for your next home, search for some of our tips that we put out there on, on how to make your home more appealing to, uh, to home buyers. And, and if there's anything I can do, you know, like I said, I invite you to email me at josephlfairchild at gmail.com. Or feel free to call or text me at 714-883-1656. Like I said, hopefully you enjoyed this, and I will be back next week with a little bit more information and try to get this housing market going. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm.